Welcome to this episode of the Creator Salon podcast. Today I'm talking to Jerome Smith from The Jaunt. Welcome, Jerome. Welcome. Thank you. Hi. So I came across your project on um, Instagram, actually. I think it's one of the artists I was following was participating in The Jaunt. And I thought it was such an interesting project. So I, you know, I wanted to invite you on to come and talk about it. So for people that don't know what the jaunt is, do you want to explain in your words? Yeah. Um, so the short version of the story is that uh, we're a project that sends artists all over the world to, to find inspiration. And um, then the longer version of the story is that the artists, they, they, they travel, they, there's no agenda, no briefing. They go to a place that we pick together. Um, they, they do whatever they want to do on the trip. Um, they come back home and then once they come back home, they make an artwork inspired by their new uh, newfound inspiration. So the artists, they, uh, yeah, they get inspired by the location. They make an artwork and we produce a print of the artwork. And then uh, eventually we sell the print. However, we sell the print actually before the trip takes place. So as a buyer, you know which artist is going where. We have no clue what what the artwork is going to look like. They'll be surprised until it's produced and until you see them back at home. So you're essentially, you're pre-selling artworks, unseen, unproduced artworks, uh, which essentially fund the trip for the artist to then go be inspired and make the work. Do they normally make that when they come back, did you say? Because I thought they were producing work when they were out there. Um, that depends on the artist and, and their, their own creative process. So we've had artists who are super prolific and, and they will just keep on drawing and, and making work while they're there. We've had artists who produce complete exhibitions while they're on their trip. And we have artists who are on their trip um, just be in their new destination and, and by the new surroundings and come home. And then maybe one or two weeks later, they start... Um, translating all that newfound inspiration into an artwork. So that completely depends on the artist. And again, it's not something that we put into like a briefing of what should be done. Um, the, the trip is really on the artist's terms on what, how they want to approach their own trip and their creative process. Do they normally travel solo? Typically, yes. Like we've had a few uh, artists who brought people along with them. Um, one of them was uh, one, of, like, one of the very first trips that we'd done, number three, where we had an artist who traveled to uh, Latvia. And um, the whole idea was for him to go on a road trip and, and go throughout the country. And, uh, but he didn't have a driver's license. So he, he had to bring somebody along with him just to rent the camper and, and go tour the country. Um, and actually, right now, we're working on a trip for... In January 2019, we're going to be sending an artist on a trip where the artist has invited five to six friends along with him to go on a trip to... Uh, it's going to be Barcelona, um, which is very well known for all of its skateboarding and skateboard uh, spots. So the artist is bringing a couple of friends to make it into a whole skateboard culture art trip. A little video documentary on the trip as well. And do, um, do, what other documentation do the artists usually make? Do, do you require them to send back photographs of their time there or anything like that? Or do they just do that for their own personal, say, Instagram feeds? That, that is the one brief 
we do have is like that the artists, they keep a travel diary while they're on the trip. So we ask them to share what they're seeing, what they're experiencing, how, how that influences them in, in whichever way. Um, some artists choose to do that in writing, others in, in photos or, or a combination of both. Um, and we publish that through our travel diary and, and uh, that we have on the website. And then also, of course, through the social media, not only ours, but also the artists. So when did you start the project? Um, the project started in April 2013, uh, but I think sort of like the first seed was planted maybe a year before that, where I started seeing more and more art-related projects within the whole crowdfunding scene. Um, I was working as a journalist at the time and um, did a lot of interviews with artists and um, also just talking to friends of mine, like everybody had such great experiences while being on a trip, becoming inspired, and they all had wishes to go to these wild, amazing trips that they thought they could never afford or could never make happen. Um, so I was just like, well, how, how can we make this happen? And then um, just talking to, through with friends of mine and talking together with other uh, people and artists, I just managed to put that into a project and to John was born like we did our first trip um, and that was still only to friends and family of, of myself and, and the artist uh, but we sold out two weeks and, and we've just been doing it ever since really. It's fantastic I mean what I really like about it is something we were saying before it's such a really nice simple like art patronage concept in many ways isn't it because um, you know, like the creative economy obviously needs, you know, patrons and collectors and things like that. But with, with your project, it's very much um, directly funding a, a trip, you know, for sort of creative exploration. And I think, you know, people can really, there's much more of a story even behind the artwork because they've been a part yeah. of that journey is essentially funding it um, and making that happen. Um, yeah, I think, I, th I actually think that the storytelling is the most important part of our project and it's what makes our project uh, the most valuable as well. It's um, every artwork that is created has a rich story of experiences that as a buyer you helped to create. You were an actual part of making that trip happen and, and you, you, um, have, yeah, you have a part in it, like you're invested in it. And um, that story is, is what sets us apart from a million other art and print projects that are out there right now. I think that the other thing I really like about your project is the artwork always seems to be, you know, at a very accessible price point for people that just want to support that artist even on a one-off rather than maybe subscribing for every um, trip. Uh, mostly they seem to be around um, $100 or less. Is that right? Or have I just missed some? Higher price point. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's correct. And actually, when we announce the artist and when we open up for orders and, and pre-orders, like we sell our prints for 60 euros, which like, that would be like $70, I guess. Over the years, like we felt that that was a very good price that people are willing to pay for something that they haven't seen yet. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, for us, that's that's a really good number. So that's um, it, it allows you to just be spontaneous and, and buy something that you have no clue what it's going to look like. like. Even if you wouldn't like it, you can still gift it to a friend or just keep it for memory's sake or whatever. Um, so yeah, that's that's been a really good number for us. And 
we're going to be doing some new project or some some other trips in in the future. We've like two years ago, we started a, a project called the John Forma, where we don't work with prints, but with any other um, anything else but a print. So it could be a wood sculpture, or we've done original watercolor paintings. Um, we've done all kinds of yeah, mostly sculpture based projects. Um, they're a little bit more expensive, but still very accessible. Um, and um, yeah, we're looking forward to bringing some new items and new sort of results and projects into the mix for 2019. Have you found with the people buying your artwork, you get a lot of people coming back uh, time after time to see what the next you know project is with the next artist? Yeah, I think we're. I'm. Um, I consider us to be really incredibly blessed by the the, the crowd that we have and, and the support that we get. We have a lot of returning customers that love the project, that often come back and support an artist that they've never heard of before. Um, it's a new artist to them. Um, and I feel that typically people who find our project for the first time through an artist that they follow, for example, that participates in our project, they stick around and, and they keep supporting our project. And uh, yeah, I feel very inc incredibly thankful for that. That I mean, that all of our buyers and all of our collectors make the project happen without them we wouldn't be able to send anybody on a trip. I mean, we would, but the bill would be for me personally. So, <laughs> I think also the artist you um, have selected, you know, there's a lot of trust in that as well because, you know, people like me sort of have come to your project knowing, being familiar with the work of a particular artist and then we're sort of brought into, you know, your world. I think, yeah. um, you know, that sort of brings a lot of trust to the project as well if we're coming across it for the first time. Like we've done 50 artists by now and... I still believe that all the artists share sort of a creative energy together, even though their styles are very far apart. And um, I still think everybody has sort of has like this do-it-yourself ethic to their own work and um, they're go-getters. And um, it's also by now, like once you've worked with a certain set of artists, like they will tell their friends and, and that opens up a whole new set of artists. And so I feel like we can still get further and further with the artists that we can reach um, and that can uh, work with us. So uh, yeah, again, very thankful for the, for this whole project really. <laughs> so you said you've been going over five years now and you've scaled it up to 10 projects, a, uh, 10 trips a year. You think yeah. you can cope with any more or are we at capacity? Uh, I feel 10 is enough. Um, otherwise, it will become too much of a machine. 10 will, like, because, I mean, we could go up to 12, do, like, every month we'll have a trip. But just having the 10 will, like, give me a little bit of flexibility in, in the timing. And, uh, I mean, there's just certain months that aren't well for traveling, like, summer vacation, like, July, August, and, and January usually. So I feel 10 is a great number for us, and, and I don't see – I hope we'll don't, we won't be doing any more, but who knows. <laughs> and how about um, the artists that you work with? So how do you choose them? I guess one of the main criteria is do I want a piece of their art up on my wall? Okay. They're all artists that I admire that um, either have been around for a long time already, and, and I would just be uh, – just emailing them out of the blue and hoping that they would participate and, and see our project. Uh, but there's also artists that I find and uh, think are amazing and, and deserve a chance to, to uh, 
be involved in, in new projects and, and I'd love to invite them. So I think I try to keep like a good balance of like young upcoming talent and, and more established artists. And then, well, we have a few, like we have a criteria of like, we always make a screen print for like for eight of the 10 trips a year. Um, two of the ones are sculptural uh, trips, but in the screen print, we always have to work with, like we can't screen print any type of work. So it's usually more graphic based. Um, I mean, in, in the end, we just need to put it into a three color screen print. So any oil painting or extensive watercolor painting, working with a lot of gradients and different colors, is just very difficult for us to produce as a screen print. So do you get to do any travel yourself? Do you go on the trips with them or anything? Um, I never join on the trips. I, I feel that I would just be in the way, like, um, these are all artists. They, they know what they're doing. I don't need to hold any hands. And I think there's also, like, if I were to go to a place where I've never been to before, I would want to see things that they might not want to see. So I, I, I'd be an influence of the trip, good or bad. Um, and But it's not about me. So... I, I, yeah, I'd just be in the way. There's been one trip where I did join, which was um, English artist uh, David Schillinglaw. Um, and we invited him to come up to Denmark, um, where um, my family has a uh, summer house. Um, and he stayed with us in the summer house. And it's, it's a place where if you don't have the directions to get there, you'll get lost. If, if you'll stay there you might get go crazy and and he, yeah i don't know if he would have come back if i wasn't there basically <laughs> so i thought it'd be important to be there to show him around so that he could also just see all the great spots and 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 just get right into the into the good stuff really so um, that, but that's been the only trip where i was there as well how long uh, do the trips normally t- run for i mean is it just a long weekend or do they go for a week um, it's about five to six days, depending on travel times and, and flight schedules and stuff, um, which I think is, yeah, that works really well for us. It's, it's long enough to get to know a place and, and short enough to make you want to go back for more. Um, we've had, sometimes we've had a trip which is up to like seven or eight days, and we've had one or two trips that are like three or four days. Uh, depends a little bit on the schedule. Some artists are so busy and, and yeah, it's just hard to get them for five to six days, really. And other artists, it's, yeah, it's just more easy to work with. And, uh, but yeah, I'd say typically five to six days. And what are some of the exotic locations they've been to? <sighs> What's exotic? Um, we've been to uh, the capital of Ethiopia, Addis Ababa, um, during the Ethiopian New Year. So that was a, a, a good, uh, yeah, that was a little bit of a, a completely new setting for the artists. Um, they yeah they were butchering and, and slaughtering like sheep for celebrations and um, yeah that was wild I think um, but beautiful as well because they were like hiking up through the mountains and uh, just having these beautiful sights over the city uh, meeting all the local people getting into these really small uh, music uh, stores where they're basically part of like somebody's house um, we've sent an artist to. Uh, Seoul in South Korea um, where the artist met um, uh, his now girlfriend um, he later emigrated to Seoul and lived there for two years um, so that's a pretty adventurous story that's um, a really can be life changing then right these trips yeah yeah unintended like I, I like you never know what's going to happen on these trips of course um, 
Yeah, we've been all over the place. We we haven't done as much Africa as I would like. Um, um, I, there's a lot of Asia that I still would like to cover. Um, yeah, but it's again, it's also more of a budget thing. Getting American artists all the way to Asia or or Africa can be more expensive, and um, so yeah, there's there's a budget thing that we have to work with, of course, because we only, I mean, we only sell fifty prints at, at the price point that we have, so that's we need to work with that, of course. Um, there's yeah, because we don't we don't have any funding whatsoever. Like the whole project runs on the sales of the prints, um, so there's no governmental or other sponsor uh, involved at all. I'd love to get an airline to sponsor the project or or some hotel chain, but like I'm I'm not looking out for it. Like the project runs as it is right now, and and we're self sufficient, so um, we can uh, everything that we want to do within the project we can make do and can make that happen. Often, like I re- like I've worked a lot with commercial uh, clients um, on different art projects. Um, and I, I'm really happy now to not do that anymore and or not do this for the John project uh, specifically because it's so liberating to announce a trip and getting immediate feedback from people like you and me, really, like just people who enjoy art and, and want to support artists. And, and there's like, I don't need to pitch anything to anybody. I don't need to convince anything or... I don't need to make it fit into an agenda of some governmental like funding process. Um, so th- this works, and and I'm enjoying the way that it does. Yeah, I really like that as well. Like the the freedom of that actually. And it's so direct as well. It's uh, yeah. There's no. I don't need to submit any plans. I don't have to get any like okays or it's just me talking to an artist, figuring out where we're gonna go. And then book tickets and go. Are all your artists US based? Because I thought the artists you were working with are from all around the world. And then yeah, no. is also open. Yeah. No, we work with artists from all over the world. Um, and then we actually we have so we have two production studios, like two print studios. We work with um, one studio in Utrecht in the Netherlands where um, we've worked with them since the very beginning of our project and right now like all of our European artists we produce in Utrecht in the Netherlands and then we have a print studio in Chicago uh, where we started working with a couple of years ago and all of the US based artists uh, we print in Chicago which is basically just like a logistic thing um, and postage and, and all that stuff all the not so sexy stuff to talk about, but uh, it's uh, yeah, it's good. So, what what do you find the most stressful about this project, if anything? I think the most stressful part is getting to get the schedules aligned. Like right now, I'm I'm working on the schedule for 2019, and I'm talking with ten different artists about ten different dates for the year, trying to make that all happen and they get a new exhibition in and they need to change their schedule and then everything happens. Um, I'm, I'm again, very thankful that of all the 50 artists that we work with, no one has missed a flight. Um, like, I, I don't know how that happens. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm never really stressed about it, but it's always a little thing like, all right, well, hope they make it to the airport. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, no one missed a flight yet. So uh, that's that's a good uh, good score, and I like to keep it that way. <laughs> I'm impressed that you're actually you know all ten that you're going to have for next year. Almost like I've got eight or nine. Well, like I've got eight or nine that I'm talking about about specific trips, and then I've always got like I've got a list of like. 12 to 15 artists that I would like to work with in the next year or year and a half. So, yeah. So if people can find you online at thejaunt.net and on Instagram at thejaunt, when should they be looking out for your next launch? When will the next artist be announced and uh, their trip? We're going to be like the next trip is going to happen in the third week of January. So we'll announce that on the, in the first week of January, right after new year's, um, don't know the exact date yet, but it'll be, um, yeah, it'll be a short, like, like a little two week window where we have the, the pre-sale order going up. Um, and then, uh, we're going to send this, uh, this artist on this trip. And can you tell us who it is? Uh, not yet. Okay, yeah. so um, everybody has to follow the job on, on Insta and then that'll yeah. be announced. Brilliant. Thanks, Gerard, so much for spending time with me this evening talking about your project. It's been great. Thank you for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. I'll speak to you soon.